Hi, you're listening to the eighth episode of Will Wonders, and this week I was excited to catch up with Charlie Barnes, who has been a waiter in Nicky Beaches across the globe, a spectacular restaurant aimed at the high rollers of society, and it counts its fair share of celebrities at the door too. Not only this, but he lives in St Bart's, a tiny, luxurious French island nestled in the Caribbean. So naturally, I did what I do best and wondered what that's all like. First of all, thank you very much for speaking to me on Will Wonders. I think you're the second furthest afield person I've spoken to. I've spoken to one person who's in Vietnam. So nice. there's a congratulations in order uh, in that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, you you're, in, you're in St. Bart's. Um, yeah. How long have you lived there now? Lived here eight years in total. Feels yeah. a lot longer, but no, it's good. <laughs> Oh, does that, that makes it sound bad. No, no, no. It's great. <laughs> okay. Um, and have you been flitting between St. Bart's and somewhere else, or has it been? Uh, the first two years, uh, I was flying. I did because uh, I worked for a, I worked for a restaurant called Nikki Beach, and they have all over the world. And I started off well. I was doing summer in Mallorca, and I did a winter in St. Bart's. And then I was like, oh, I fell in love with this place a little bit. So I stayed during the winter and they asked me to go to Saint-Tropez the second year during summer. And I was like, okay, that was cool. Nice experience. Mm-hmm. But St. Bart's is where it's at. I mean, the island itself, the lifestyle is just, poor. It took your you heart. in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is why I wanted to talk to you because obviously not a lot of people um, get the chance to speak to people who actually live in the Caribbean. It's not really a... Yeah. It's not really an actuality right. for most people. You've done um, your fair share of Caribbean. I've life. done I've done my fair share, so I'm just trying to spread it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Um, so, first of all, I'd like like to start by seeing how well you know St. Bart's. I'm not expecting you to get any of these questions. I did them about ten minutes ago. Um, oh right. Okay. But there's, there's, surprise questionnaire. Let's yeah, have a there's, look. There's there's three questions here. Little little mini quiz on St. Bart's. Um, okay. The first one. Who is St. Bart's actually named after? St. Bart's, if I'm not mistaken, it's named after uh, Christopher Columbus's brother, Bartholomew. Smashed it. Smashed it out of the park. Ah, I thought I might have caught you with that one. Why do you know that? I like to read off about somewhere I'm living. (laughs) And plus, the history of the Caribbean is pretty interesting. With Christopher Columbus discovering many islands like St. Kitts, which is actually St. Christopher next door. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that so i thought yeah let's let's do a little bit of reading on it uh, this cool. is completely taking me by surprise this quiz by the way if no i know yeah i'm not i didn't even <laughs> tell you about it beforehand so no. no right okay and then number two this is a bit more geographical uh how many rivers yeah. does st bart's have doesn't have any that, that was a trick question i thought you were gonna get tripped up there but yeah you are correct yeah smashed yeah, it no, again we we have two natural swimming pools uh underground cave uh and two ponds but no rivers yeah i was just reading up on uh when i was trying to find some questions for this and it's uh yeah it puts a lot more uh, importance on sustainability doesn't it for the island uh like with well the i mean yeah it does as well and it's not really like a rainforest island so not like the neighboring islands uh across across the pond so to say uh like st kitts has many rivers because it's got a little rainforest in it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But we don't have a rainforest. No, we get no. rain all the time, but no forest. It's too cool. cool. 
Cool. And then third and final one, this one for a hat trick. How big is it? And I'll give you three three choices. 14 square kilometers, 24 yeah. square kilometers, or 34 square kilometers. I think it's 14. No, 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 no. Yeah, 14. Let's go 14. He's gone 14. It's 24. Ah. <laughs> just, just short of I the hat trick. second guess it. Oh, Dude, no. you thought about it. You thought about it. But it's still pretty well, tiny. I mean, that's... It is pretty small. It's got oh. about 10,000 inhabitants. Wow. I didn't know that. That's Yeah, that is very tiny. And um, just to give you a retrospective, you can drive from one side of the island to the other uh, in like 20, 25 minutes. I mean, perfect. Any, yeah, any, it's cool. I mean, even the longest commute is, is going to be a breeze, really. You're anywhere in seven minutes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. I guess there's not many taxi drivers then. Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> there still is, there wow. Is. There is, yeah, wow. yeah, there is. People still uh, don't like walking. No, no, no. Well, it's hilly, that's the thing as well. Uh, people that rent villas, they're all up in the hills, they don't want to walk up there. Trust no, me, I've done it a few times. Yeah. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> okay, well, anyway, well done on the quiz, you did pretty well. Um, Thank you. How are things in St. Bart's now in terms of like lockdown, coronavirus, reopening? Well, it's a French island, so they follow by French rules. Um, so basically, they've just implemented on the 20th of July that you have to wear a mask when going into a restaurant uh, okay. and also when you go into shops. Uh, it was pretty lenient until then, but they were, until they've opened the borders, which is about two weeks ago. So allowing Americans to come in, mm -hmm. uh, but they have to show like a negative test within the last uh, forty-eight hours. Do they? Do they so have if to... you didn't, if you didn't have this, then they had to stay where they were. They weren't allowed to come. Oh wow! Do they? Is, do you know if they get like quarantined at the airport? Then do they keep them at the? Uh, airport? No, they would just send them back. Oh wow! Or, or, because because you'd have to. Yeah, you have to show your final destination, and then if it's same box, you have to have your negative test with you. All right. And so, and so uh, yeah. were you, were you there in a, in lockdown? Was it, did they properly do that there? Oh yeah. Yeah. We properly did it. I mean, the place where I work now we've put it into sanction that we have to wear. I mean, since we reopened, uh, we are pretty much one of the only restaurants that have actually respected all the rules mm -hmm. of wearing the mask, keeping the distance while well, trying to keep the distance. It's a bit hard. Yeah, it's, obviously it's very but, difficult uh, in bars and restaurants to maintain distance. But, Trying. Generally, keeping the mask on the whole time, even during this heat, because it is 30 degrees yeah. all the time. Uh, but, you know, you get used to it. Um, I got used to it. Mm. But, you know, now restaurants are really starting to follow because we led by example a little bit. So now we're properly, we've installed hand sanitizers everywhere. We're wearing masks. Even when people come into the restaurant, we give them masks so they can sit down and then they take it off. Mm. So we're following it but during the lockdown yeah we we uh closed nikki beach on the 15th of march and then we reopened the 4th of july wow that was quite a long time then it was so we but it was perfect because i just had a little daughter uh, born in november so it was great to see her growing up and uh, just spending loads of time with her so i'm super excited about that yeah i was uh... But for the others, they're a bit, they're a bit, you know, they're a bit like, oh, what do we do? It's yeah, a small you, island. So. Yeah, every, every, every cloud has a silver lining, doesn't it? It's, every episode I've done so far, everyone's pretty much said the same thing. It's a blessing and a curse. It's like, yeah. and for you, that, I mean, you'll, you'll never get that time with her again. So that is just like excellent, oh, isn't exactly. it? Oh, um, yeah. yeah, pretty much. 
it came at the best time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, have you seen anything like as she's taken steps yet? I don't know how old babies are when they do these things. Like, so I might uh, ba- <laughs> babies normally they start to start walking around one year. She's eight months. Oh, okay. I mean, she's standing up by herself. She's got two teeth on the top, two at the bottom, and she's eating everything the side of her bed, <laughs> the table, everything she finds, she sticks in her mouth. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got, got to keep an eye on her 24 yeah. 7. Okay. And St. Bart's, we've already spoken about it a little bit, but if you were to describe it to <clears throat> someone who's never been, um, what, what sort of words would you use? What, what would you say about it? Um, I would say it's got this luxury feel to it um, because of all the big yachts, mega yachts that come here. I mean, Roman Abramovich's uh, Eclipse, uh, third largest yacht in the world, is basically sanctioned here mm-hmm. six years of the month. Uh, all the time wow. and you know that brings a nice following with it and it's, it's luxury it's green it's uh it's beautiful this the beaches are stunning i mean it's french but that's from an english point of view it's all right but <laughs> no but i mean it, you've got the proper french uh, hospitality uh to go along with it so you've got all the french restaurants uh, french hotels we don't have any large hotel chains like Marriott or, or Four Seasons oh. or anything like that. They're all like individually owned. So it gives a little bit more class to the island. Bit exclusive. Yeah. And with the French must come some excellent food. I've, I saw on your Instagram account recently, you, you promoted your head chef, uh, yeah. Nicky Beach. I, I mean, the food a... looks ridiculously good. How often do you get to try any or eat any? Well, I mean, every day, you know, you eat these specials, special cool. of the day. So we get to at least get a spoon or, or a fork for yeah. them. Because we have to sell the dish, you know, but they are pretty, they're pretty good. So I, I yeah, thought see, it was worth he needed a little bit of following. <laughs> see, I, I, uh, I worked at Pizza Express and I got the odd Doble and I thought that was good. But uh, <laughs> Mickey Beach, it might, <laughs> it might be a bit different. Man, I would love to go for a pizza doble any day. Pizza <laughs> Express dobles, I miss so much living here. That's the thing you can do, but you miss yeah. the English stuff when yeah, you do yeah. live in this French Caribbean island. Like I've got about three jars of marmite in the, in the, in my cupboard. Oh, so I'm a lover, not a hater. Things, the little things. I'm a I'm a hater of marmite, but uh, I can understand <laughs> it, that you would miss that you'd miss certain things. Custard but, creams as well, yeah. <laughs> Custard creams. I get. Yeah, the French <laughs> don't do that, do they? You know, just milfoil. Oh no. Um, so I was lucky enough to actually go once. Um, and to visit, you have to go through the tiny airport, don't you? Um, so this airport is like listed one of the most 10 dangerous, air, most dangerous airport to fly into. Yeah. Because the runway is so small and uh, you're basically flying in and then going into a steep angle because it's just below a hill. And drop. because it's lower hill, you've got, yeah, you've got also these two mountains on the side. So it creates this turbulence as soon as you come in. Yeah, it's pretty death defined. Have you got used to that but, yet? It's a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, I've, I love it. I actually love it. And especially <laughs> the pilot it. likes to play with the, the other tourists on here. They, they love to, Cause the, cause the, they love it's to not, just play with them. It's not just short. It's, there's, a, there's a reason it's short. It goes straight into the beach. So if you, yeah, it goes straight do, into the sea. So if you break a bit too hard, you, your, your plane will end up on the beach nose diving. Brilliant. It happens rarely because you need oh, a very special license. You can only require this special license to fly in. Well, just just primarily to fly to St. Bart's, you need one particular license. Yeah. Wow. Indeed. I didn't know that. But they come in every I don't know, hour or so. 
but they're small planes. They're only about 14 yeah, people, you, 14 people max. And they get them from like Antigua or elsewhere, don't they? So they fly in from mostly St. Martin. They can fly in from uh, rarely Antigua. There's only one charter that does that. And mm-hmm. uh, Puerto Rico, San Juan. Oh, okay. Cool. Do you miss uh, being back from Antigua? Miss the Caribbean a bit? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do occasionally. I mean, I went a lot more when I was younger. My dad lives there. Yeah. Uh, but he came yeah. back on the last flight here when coronavirus was all going a bit mental. Okay. And I think he might semi-regret it in in some ways. Like, obviously, being there is you get all the sun and the nice weather. Especially, yeah, that was um, a definite advantage. Of yeah, that's a massive advantage. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get out there again at some point. We went in October, me and my girlfriend. So, took her out okay, there nice the first one. time and, and she loved it. So... I'm sure we'll be back at some point. The old Jolly Harbour. <laughs> yes, you remember it. <laughs> yeah, I went back not long ago with my girlfriend as well. I did a little island hopping. Oh, cool. Do you we do that? By the... Do you do that regularly to other islands? Oh, uh, yeah. When we have time to ourselves, you know, we're surrounded by all these beautiful islands. Why not go just hop yeah. on a plane and visit them? You know, Where... I mean, just around us, you have St. Kitts, Nevis, Sabre, St. Eustatius, and that's just from our window. And behind we have yeah. uh, St. Martin and Anguilla. So really not not far. Yeah. And would you have a favourite that's not St. Bart's um, that you've been to? Uh, I did like Antigua. It's got a little charm to it. Um, of course, got 365 beaches, one for every day of the year. Everyone knows that. Um, but Anguilla, Anguilla was pretty cool as well. Anguilla was really nice. It's a really flat island, but it's also mm-hmm. English owned. So you do oh, okay. drive on the English side of the road, which is quite confusing if you're coming from everywhere else. <laughs> but uh, On the no, right side and, then, on the correct side. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to Nikki Beach, back to St. Bart's, the exclusivity of it all. And, um, you know, you mentioned Abramovich's yacht, which is there pretty much all the time. I've, I've, with my work, I've bumped into like Premier League stars and I've, spoken to them and I'm a massive football fan so I've had a bit of you know I've been starstruck by that have you ever been yeah. starstruck whilst working and you know you I don't know you've seen an actor and you're like whoa I've got to go and pour him a corona uh, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna do uh, this yeah uh Leonardo DiCaprio caught me by surprise because he came in with his posse uh, and he just came in after filming The Revenant so it was all Bearded up with his little, I don't know, like Peter oh, Diamond's wow. hat on. Really rugged. Yeah. And he was just there with a bunch of us where they were like 12 in total. And uh, I just wanted him to pretty much know who I was. So I started to be like a little clown in, in the middle of the restaurant, <laughs> create a bit of ambience, you know, I throw bottles in the air and uh, also. Excellent. Yeah. That, and, that's, you know, that's your job, isn't it? You're sort of a bit of a, a bit more of the entertainment side, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sort of so. I mean, if you're coming to where I'm working, I mean, first of all, where I work is just absolutely sublime. If you mm-hmm. look outside the wind, if you just you sit at the table where you are, your feet are basically almost in the sand and the view is sensational. Mm-hmm. I thought, you're really sitting in the best place in the world. Why not have a little show and have a little bit of entertainment to go with it? Mm-hmm. And you just do that, that with, whole package. With flair, with your, with your bottles. and I do that with, with flair, yeah. Flair, for those who don't know, is basically uh, entertaining bartending, which is basically throwing bottles around and the art of uh, learning how to control these bottles. 
without dropping on the floor and looking like an idiot, basically. <laughs> Which I'm sure you've done before. I'm sure you've done It that takes a lot of practice. Yeah. That's why I practice at home with plastic yeah. before I go onto the glass, because I'm 100% confident I can do it. Cool. Well, we'll get on to Flair. But, um, yeah. With uh, Nikki Beach, they have a very famous sort of New Year's Eve party in St. Bart's, um, where oh, the likes yeah. of Abramovich and, and people like that go. Uh, what's that like? I mean, is, is that does that is that the biggest night of the year? Is that what everyone sort of? It's works the biggest to? night of the year for sure. Uh, you hardly get any sleep. You're there from eight a.m. You finish at five a.m. and you restart at nine a.m. So you basically, I slept last year. I slept in the sushi kitchen uh, <laughs> because it's just so much work and so much hype that people it's, you, you spend the whole day decorating the place because. We're closed during the day and only open during the night, so right, it takes okay. a lot. We we bring in like professional dancers, professional singers, mm-hmm. and we always have this special guest, uh, celebrity guest, uh, performing as the main host. You know, who, who so was... last year we had last year we had uh, Mariah Carey. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that is a celebrity guest. <laughs> Mariah Carey was there. She uh, she played forty five minutes set, and to be honest, she wasn't bad. She was good. She hit most of the high notes. Oh, br- she well, had a costume we like to change. hear it. We like to but hear the, it. But uh, the the rumours do follow her. She is a diva. Oh well, completely. I you could have not to even be. get my I couldn't even get my bottles for the for the uh, for the customers because she was walking through to go on stage. I was like, okay. Okay, yeah. But like, it took sorry, 10 minutes Mariah. for her to walk to stage. <laughs> okay, <laughs> people are paying a lot for this. But mm. basically, yeah, we do like big packages. Uh, it's preset, um, like five course meal. Uh, let's say the bottles, yeah, six liter of Dom Perignon for maybe two to, to six people, I would say. Minimum, mm. you know, so it's a big, it's a massive hype. And obviously we have a big firework display at New Year. We also have a uh, great... After the party, we had the biggest DJs in Sub Pompeii that come over. So Jackie, who's like basically known forever. And the years before that, it's I'd say my favorite one out of all of them was probably just uh, John Legend with his piano a cappella. Oh, wow. Oh, that was breathtaking. Yeah, that, that must be. He's very talented. One hour of him just playing. Oh, it was, it was nuts. But David <laughs> Getter as well was the year before. Yeah. So, no, the... we've, had a, we've had a lot of selections. Do you, I mean... If you're David Guetta, and do you, do you reckon there's people who perform and they they're sort of waiting? They're like, "Oh, come on, Nikki Beach, St. Bart's, please ask me to do it this year, please, please, please!" Like it must be, uh, it must be one of the best ones to do it. I would think. It must, yeah, I think so. Actually, I'm mistaken. Last year wasn't Mariah Carey. It was uh, Kygo. The year before oh, okay. was Mariah Carey. Okay. So the Kygo just came into the mm. scene, and it was like the first time since Guetta since we had a big DJ as the mm-hmm. first. Uh, and people were loving it, absolutely loving it. Mm, yeah, and he, he he absolutely smashed it. So I I reckon people, not people like David Guetta, but I reckon people like Kygo or the new generation of DJs yeah. coming up. I think it's a good <clears throat> because David Guetta set the stone, and uh, Wycliffe Jean and uh, mm. John Legend and all these people have set the bar high that people want to. I mean, who doesn't want to spend New Year in St. Bart's, right? That's at a base level. That's what I mean. You know, oh, let's hope that they <laughs> ask me so that I get, you know, I get to be at this really famous party. But also, I get a week and a half or two weeks in St. Bart's. Like, exactly. You wouldn't. And um, that's basically it. Yeah, you stay in this awesome villa with your posse and just, you know, hang out all day. Yeah. But a lot but, of them don't spend like a week or two. They spend basically like three days and then they, because they're so busy. They just, oh, because they got another, yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. 
but yeah. I'd still take three days. <laughs> I, uh, wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't hold out for a week. Three days would be fine. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so but it's not the only Nikki Beach you've worked in. So you said earlier you've worked in, was it Mallorca? Was it Mallorca? And so I started, I started when I was 15 uh, years old, which is illegal normally, but I was basically doing extra work. And then when I was 16, I started in Marbella, south of Spain. So I grew up in south of Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did four years in Nikki Beach, Marbella, two years in Nikki Beach, Mallorca. When I say years, I mean summer season. Seasons. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, so that's basically from April to September. Mm-hmm. And then winter season, September to April. So I spent summer, four summers in Marbella, one winter in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, when it was oh, open. Wow. I didn't know. That was a cool is experience. That, is that still a thing or has that been shut? Uh, no, that's been uh, a hurricane hit uh, about six, seven years ago and oh, they wow. haven't reopened it since. They haven't recovered since. Oh, God. Uh, no, so they're not reopening over in Cabo. Um, but I did one season there when it was open. That was a cool experience. Um, and then Mallorca, Ibiza, Saint Tropez, St. Bart's. Did Barbados for the opening as well. Uh, two years ago, uh, wow. what else? Cannes Film Festival, Toronto Film Festival, and I think that's it. What What do you mean? Quite a film few festival. Do they take like? Do they just take so a stand or something? <laughs> no. So basically, they do a pop up. So they uh, right, create okay. a whole location. Like they get in partnership with the hotels that are on the beach, on the quasit, so to say. So you have like the the. You have some major hotels with their beaches right there, and they basically just take the place and do the pop-up Nikki. So we stayed there for about 15 days. Wow. Uh, dinner and just make an awesome party for yeah. 15 days with the jet setters and everyone who's there for the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Celebrities. Did you see anyone at Cannes who, again, were you starstruck? Yeah, the I whole mean, you of must the, have a uh, large list of starstruck people slash celebrities. Ex- Expendables crew. So that's basically everyone. That's... Uh, Oh wow! Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, Stallone. Stallone. Yeah. Oh wow. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was pretty cool. Stallone yeah. came to St. Bart's as well, you know. And they, when he came in, we played Rocky theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite right too. Quite right too. Yeah. Um, okay, and between the different ones you've worked at, is it pretty much you know Nikki Beach has an identity? This is how we do things wherever we are in the world. Or I mean, is, does it does it lean on whatever culture it is or whatever party scene is in that place? Does it change at all? Uh, yeah, because it, obviously the clientele are different. Like you'd say, the clientele mostly we get over here from St. Bart's are mostly Americans, mm-hmm. Americans, South Americans. You get a lot of Brazilians, Mexicans, and uh, yeah, so around that area. So the clientele is very. You know, they they love to party. They can't do these things in America. Like, they can't dance on tables in America. It's illegal. So they come down to Nicky Beach, St. Bart's, and you know, have a blast, you know? It's illegal. Uh, we're not saying... Well, yeah, because uh, health and safety regulations, you fall off the table. Or Ridiculous. Break your neck, you know? Ridiculous. Yeah. But we have steady tables. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put the little but, bit of cardboard under one leg when it's wobbly. I no. Guess that's not a Nicky no, Beach no, no. kind of thing. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper wood tables for, yeah. <laughs> but I would say that, but the clientele in Marbella, Mallorca is basically, well, Mallorca is pretty much German and English. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marbella is pretty much English and Scandinavian. So the quality of the people is different because 
don't know. I mean, the clientele in Marbella is basically London-based. And people go down because of the only way, oh, the only way is miles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you know that kind of gave it a different clientele. It just changed to what I'm used to. Well, yeah. yeah, and I prefer the quality of 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 Saint Bart's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of the well, clientele. It's that, it's, and it's that exclusivity, isn't it? I think you know. Yeah. Whenever you and type, Saint Tropez is known for like their champagne spraying and everything like that. Thing is, over here we're more about experiencing like having the good experience and just going on the party uh, dancing on the table spraying champagne you know mm. it's not our scene mm. it's not our scene here but it is in Saint-Tropez because you know it's thing over there. that's what people do those bottle wars when tables are sort of outbidding each other with all the I'd rather you spend money the same amount of money on a good quality big bottle of champagne to share with everybody than getting 10 cases to smell your restaurant out yeah yeah that must be a pretty horrible cleanup job. <laughs> it stings the eyes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> champagne after it dries after a while, your clothes, oh, I don't recommend it. No, no. <laughs> must be quite smelly. It's um, a first world problem to have, yes. Yeah, yeah that would be a first world problem. <laughs> you are correct. Um, I mean, obviously, you don't have to talk about this, but um, because of the clientele, because of the people that go there, they the tipping must be like astronomical i remember in pizza express once a guy gave me a 20 pound note and he was like, oh do you have change for a 10 and i was like no and, and he was like, oh, i'll just keep the 20 and i think i nearly cried um, <laughs> so i think Nikki Be- <laughs> i think Nikki Beach isn't like a few levels above that um so i just yeah if you can give us an insight uh into into that or any like stories or anecdotes where where you've been like knocked off your feet at all but I don't, again don't feel like you have to no, it's fine. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's why we work in St. Bart's, you know, the, the mm. clientele are the, the, the creme de la creme, as they say. So they do come here to have a good time and they, they rent, like, even uh, even the places they rent, they could rent a Villa Rockstar, which is a, a Eden Rock. Uh, it's Eden Rock is one of the world's best hotels. And over here, they have one villa which rents for 250000 a night and people stay there for a month. You know? It's like... Uh, that's Hang a kind on. of Did you say two hundred and fifty thousand a night. No, sorry, twenty five thousand a night. Twenty five, yeah, still, still. <laughs> but still, still, yeah, yeah. It's still a lot for a month. Wow. Exactly. So they're there for a month. So this is the kind of clientele we're dealing with. So when they come over to Nikki, you know, they just have a good time. We have these parties every Sunday. They would get a big bottle. They would do like to have the show with it, so we can come in with. Uh, we either do like different kinds of shows, like Gladiator or dress Star Wars, or, or we come yeah. in, or we come in with, uh, with a quad bike or with a motorbike, depending on the size of the bottle, depending on the show we do. If it's like super nice deluxe bottle, like let's say sixteen bottle of Cristal, which is like thirty thousand a pop, then yeah, you're gonna come in with a boat and look like yeah. pirates, you know, yeah. and surprise yeah. the surprise them. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, create something different. You would, and yeah, then obviously you'd want, when, you'd want when that, the, I think when the bill comes and when you're there and you give them the best uh, time, the best experience, and they've they had a, a blast doing it. When when you've created this relationship with the customer and they come to you for the bill, you know they, you can quite happily say, "Would you like to add? Uh, I don't know, add a percentage for you." And normally they would go for twenty up to thirty thirty uh, percent on top of that. Really. But I mean, wow. we don't keep that. This is but the thing is with us why we work such so well as a team is the fact that we 
share everything. So right. everything gets put in the pool, and then okay. at the end of the week, we get our share and divides itself because everyone right. puts in a joint effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps everyone ticking over. Whereas when I was working in my bay, I used to get like there was a service charge, and you used to keep your percentage of the service charge, not all of it, but a percentage of it. And basically, well, everyone was working for themselves, and that's where you lose the teamwork because mm-hmm. no one's helping each other. And that's yeah. why I find the difference why I like working here as well than working to the other ones, other than living in the Caribbean and getting two days off and not working evenings. But <laughs> <laughs> that which does there, help, I guess. There's always oh, there's more pluses than minuses on, on yeah. this side. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, what's the weirdest thing you've got dressed up in for when a bottle's been delivered i think you i think i just put it no on my facebook or on my instagram yeah, like a week ago yeah yeah, yeah we saw this <laughs> massive bottle of ace rosé which is a almond de brignac rosé 15 liter which is like a monster bottle and basically it's super shiny super pink and i was like do we have any shiny in our wardrobe of uh Hey, yeah, I found the shiny thing, but unfortunately it was a dress. So I had to put ah. on this space cadet dress. Uh, yeah, when, they, when the photos arrived on Facebook and, uh, and Instagram, my mum was the first one to be like, uh, of course. what are you doing? What my is son. That? I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to look back on this and be like, yeah. You got the good laughs. I mean, back in the day, I used to wear a lot. I mean, because I've done my fair share of uh, like champagne deliveries, and back in the day, I used to wear a lot of ridiculous things just to keep the people pleased, you know. But now I've calmed down a bit, you know. Okay. Now I'm a dad, I'm I'm calmed right, down yeah. Yeah, on the course. ridiculous clothes. Now you've just calmed down to silver leotards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine before. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I really can't actually. I'm racking Good. my brain and I don't know. Keep it that I'm, way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm well. It's way better. Okay, so you, your main role is like bartender, um, but you get involved when these massive bottles go out. Um, well, I'm not else? a bartender. The thing is, oh, the right. bartending side is my passion. It's my mm-hmm. hobby. It's what I like to do outside of my work. What I do actually, I'm a, I am a waiter on the floor. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But what I like to do is bring the flair from behind the bar to the floor so mm-hmm. you can interact more with the people. The thing is, yeah, when you're doing definitely. flair behind the bar, you've got the bar in between you yeah. and the people. Yeah, so you've yeah. got this barrier. But yeah, when you bring sense. it to the floor, like I like to flair a bit with wine. I'm not saying do a full on show where you're throwing the wine, mm-hmm. just little. You pick it up, you uh, balance it on your arm, and then they're impressed by this. You Then you stick it into a pour. Mm. Or if you have like a three-liter bottle of uh, wine, you just basically carry it like a baby and then put the glass on the other side and you pour it in. It's, there's many ways you can play little with things. it. Just let entertain the guests. Being creative. Something that's different to... I don't want mm. it to be like if you go to a, another restaurant, you see the same thing, you know? I want it yeah. to be uh, unique. Uniquely Charlie Barnes slash Nikki Beach. Cool. And when Voila. did you... When did you start uh, flinging bottles about? It was back when I was working in Marbella. I saw one guy, he, he threw the bottle and balanced it on the back of his hand, but he was wearing a ring as well. So it used to make this cling sound all the time. And I thought that was super badass. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I practiced doing that. And literally step by step, I looked on uh, YouTube how to flare. And I started little by little. And then I let it go for a bit. And then literally about four years ago, we had this world champion flare bartender that came to St. Bart's and he did a show. 
and it just completely opened my eyes again. I just wanted me to attack and attack. Just and reinvigorate do competitions. Yeah. Because it's like my yoga. It's you can mm. just be so creative. You you just don't think about anything else. And what you can do with one bottle and one shaker, uh, the moves, the it's it's never ending. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's my way of being expressive. Yeah, and whenever you're passionate about something, it's normally only good things come out from it. Um, yeah. So especially when it can be tied into your work, so so like exactly, it's so closely. Um, do you think? Do you think Flair's improved your earnings? Uh, yes and no. I mean, yes. I've got. I don't, you know. Has it improved my earnings? I mean, yes. I would say yeah because of the way how I handled the other bottles, like the big bottles. I feel more confident. Yeah. Uh, putting on a show, like I said before, being creative than ever, anyone else. You know, trying to create that mm-hmm. different niche that no one else has. Why not? bring that to the floor so yeah in retrospect i think it has what's just the... being a complete nutter on the floor is basically yeah <laughs> what's the most <laughs> what's the most expensive bottle you would risk doing flair with like where's Ooh. your where's your cap there because i mean I'm, I'm mine would be pretty low <laughs> mine mine would be like i mean 20 pound bottle of monte Pulciano from tesco but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yours might be a bit different I mean, it it does depend because I have I have been doing it for a while and now I feel a bit more confident with things. You know, I I play around with all kinds of bottles, like six liter of rosé. It costs like one thousand six hundred euros. I would I wouldn't chuck it in the air, but I would pour it behind my back, or I would, uh, mm. you know, find a creative way of how to pour it differently to everyone else. But you I would, would say, yeah, if it gets to like a three liter bottle of champagne, like a Cristal, which can go for like 9,000 euros, you better not play with it. Yeah, yeah, you just cradle yeah, especially, that. Just... Especially, yeah, especially with like this kind of quality of champagne. You don't want to mess it up. No. Drop no. on the floor, make it flat, or especially drop it in front of the customer. Oh my goodness, that'll be terrible. Yeah, and I'm sure you've done it, it has before. happened. Yeah. It has happened. It yeah. slipped out my hand once. and uh, But, you know. Only once? Uh, with uh, this kind of bottle, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Since then, I'm, I'm holding it with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite right, too. Um, okay, and when on your Insta, that backdrop you have, is is that in, is that the Gustav, where that is? Gustavia? Gustavia, yeah. Um, um, that is beautiful. Is that from where you live? It is from where I live. Uh, can I put video on here or no? I, don't, uh, I think you can. Um, Hang on, because I've got this kind of blank spot where the baby dropped my phone the other day and I've got this blank spot. What's that? <laughs> hey, oh, there you go. That's me, no? I can see. Oh. <laughs> 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 Not a good sign. Yeah, I'm growing my hair. It's kind of long. Oh, brilliant. Uh, hang on. Makes How do I flip this over? All right, let's do a bit of that. Boom. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, wow. yeah, it's my living room and everything. I don't know if the others can see this, but... We've got a bit of a, we've got some uh, sand coming up from the Sahara, so it's not clear at the moment. We yeah. always get these kind of uh, sandstorms, so you can't really see. But yeah, this is basically from my house. So normally the Abramovich yacht is parked over here where this other one is. takes mm-hmm. up like this much space. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is that we were very fortunate, is very that fortunate to find this place. No, Nicky Beach on the other side of the mountain. I, would live, I wouldn't live next to where I work. Oh no! I do need some escape. You have to get full seven minutes away. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but that background, we were very, we were very fortunate to find a space. And uh, 
I just wanted someone with a, with a view, which was pretty much Yeah, this. you've got that in abundance. Um, okay, well, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much done with my questions. I think last one would uh, would just be, what is your favourite cocktail? I mean, maybe two. One one to make and one to yeah. One to actually have yourself. I mean, I love to make them and I love to have it. It's uh, <laughs> for me. It's a uh, it's a love, me, love it's my relationship. Version of the, me, yeah, me. It's my version of the mai tai. Uh, mai tai is uh, basically it's uh, two different kind of rums. One light rum, one agricole rum from uh, from the Caribbean. And also a bit of orja syrup, which is uh, almond syrup, um, lime juice. The original recipe has orange curacao, but I'm, I'm veering off the original recipe because I like to create my one. So I stick some pineapple juice inside uh, and a bit of Cointreau as well and shake it up so it's nice and frothy. Strain it, put a bit of uh, tiki bitters on top. Ah, oh, Caribbean, nice, on the beach. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good fun. Good, and man. it's pretty boozy as well. We've got three different kinds of booze in it. So yeah, it sounds it. It sounds yeah. almost as. Uh, I would say it's that, or a, or a nice sangria. Depends where I am. Okay. Oh, well, thank, thanks so much, Charlie, for talking to me. Absolute uh, pleasure, Will. Uh, but, let me know when you come back to the Caribbean. Hopefully, you can take a little hop over. Oh yeah, I'd or love I to. We can hop over. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Pleasure to have you. Yeah. Cheers, man. And thanks um, for having me. All right. I'll uh, I'll let you know when it's up on Sunday. Spotify and Apple. Alrighty. Cheers, man. Lovely jubbly. Have a good day. Cheers. Yeah, see you, Bye. man. Nice. Bye. There you have it. A conversation with one of the 10,000 inhabitants in St. Bart's. If any of you are ever lucky enough to get there, be sure to say hi to Charlie. But if you can't quite make it, then his Instagram account, Barnes Bites, gives you a taste of what it might be like. Thanks to Charlie again for talking to me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll be back next week.